Well, hello, 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 everyone, beautiful people. This is Joshua Sherman, your host of the Josh Cast. want to thank you for coming on this journey of the Magnificent Seven. We are down to the wire of our final episode. want to welcome to this series entitled The Magnificent Seven, The Week That Changed the World. I want to invite you into becoming a supporter of the Josh Cast. I would like for you to support this uh, wonderful podcast with a small monthly donation to help sustain future endeavors and episodes. We have a selection where you can click the button for your monthly contribution towards our goal. Dr. King said, I have a dream. In order for a dream to to have a reality, you must have supporters. Uh, in this episode, we're gonna when it's finished, we're going to put the link of our support button. You can click and you can support. So we are down to our final message of the seven last words that Jesus spoke on the cross when he died and bled for us. Let us journey to the book of Luke chapter 23, verse 46. And Jesus had cried out with a loud voice. And said, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. Having said this, he breathed his he breathed his last. And when Jesus had cried out with a loud voice, he said, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. Having said this, he breathed his last. If I can use for a subject, it would say all in his hands. I want you to just keep that in your mind. All in his hands. It was Dietrich Bonhoeffer who said, when God calls a man, he calls him to come and to die. Here, these are the last words that Jesus spoke before he yielded his spirit and died as with the first and the last he starts off with father these last words were a prayer to the heavenly father the last words of many were who were dying have been recorded out through history often they reveal how much of the mindset and condition of those who were facing death some, when they die, they are at peace. Others, when they die, they are struggling in torment. These last words of Jesus reveal much to us about his person, his position, and his power and provision. As we close out this series, we must look forward to Resurrection Sunday. And he said, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. Let's look at the position that is mentioned. When Jesus cried with a loud voice, he said, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. For many who have beheld the cross that day, it will be appear that a tragic end has come to a mere man. Jesus had been tried and condemned to death upon the cross. Most of us who follow him were not present that day. Few were cared for him that were near the cross. Clearly, Jesus had spoken words of compassion when he said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do, for seeking those who wronged him. 
He promised the thief that he would enjoy paradise that day when he said, Assuredly, I say to you, thou shalt be with me in paradise. But there he said words of anguish and he cried out, My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? And then we understand after that he was thirsty and he said, I thirst. And after he said, I thirst, he said, It is finished. Lord have mercy. And then for those who were looking, they thought that Jesus had been abandoned and he was forced to die alone upon the cross. So then as we come to the last, we already discussed the anguish that Jesus endured while he was on the sins of the world that they were placed on him. He suffered for the wrath of God for humanity and bore that wrath alone. God had turned his back Upon his son, as he bore our sins, Jesus was not forsaken, hopeless of any future fellowship. Here we find Jesus once again, cried until his father, revealing his position and relationship as they continue to share. John 17 verse 4 says, I have glorified thee on the earth. I have finished the work which have gave me to do. Jesus was fully obedient, obedient to the will of God. I don't know about you, but I find great encouragement in these words. We all deal with our sin in our lives. We all know that sin causes separation. Apart from salvation, that separation will endure for all eternity. But for the believer, mm -hmm, there is comfort in these words. We may allow sin to enter our lives, and it may hinder our fellowship with the Lord, but it does not hinder our relationship. The saved have been made heirs of the promise. It's, it's what a, one message I heard years ago. It says benefits of a king's kid. When you're, when, you're, when you're in the family of God, you're never to be forsaken. If you are a child of God, you will be a child of you will always be a child of God. John 6, 37 says, All that the Father give me shall come to me. And him that cometh to me I will know wise cast out. So we see the position mentioned. But now we see the power has been mentioned. Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. When we look at this first, Father, into thy hands, it is giving an anthropometheus to this terminology. What does anthropometheus mean? It means giving human, human characteristics to something that is uncharacteristic hum, humanistically. Let me, under, let me unpack that for you. While physically it's not God, his hands are physically on it, but spiritually we're giving human, human characteristics to it spiritually. So here we find a fundamental truth that cannot be overlooked and overemphasized. Pilate and the Sanhedrin had cast their voice against Jesus. Sentence was declared and Jesus was crucified upon the cross. I may remind you that it was not Pilate or even the religious leaders that forced Jesus to bear the cross. Jesus did not endure the suffering of the cross at the will of men. He suffered the torment and death of the cross because this was God's plan of redemption. Jesus died to provide for our salvation. Jesus died at our for our salvation. 
So let's go a step deeper. Jesus bore the cross by his own power, and he died according to his own power. This may have been a crucifixion, but it was not an execution. Let me, let me, let me roll back the tape. This may have been a crucifixion, oh, but it was not an execution. Mm-hmm. Jesus was not a man who endured circumstances that were beyond his control. Jesus was here suffering and going through and trying to find his things, but yet he still held on to it. So then he was not there because he'd had no other choice. Things have not spurred out of control, resulting in his crucifixion and death. Jesus was not killed or murdered, willing, gave up his life. He chose to give his life. And as he chose to give his life, there was something powerful about this. He chose the moment to yield his spirit. He chose to give the things that was going on to him. But the beautiful part about this is that God was able to show that there was power even in the cross. That there was power even in the midst of what's going on. God had the power to understand that, yes, things looked a certain way, but he still cried out to him. He still went up to him. He still said, God, I still have to hold and move and move forward in what he had to do. There was something powerful about how God was able to have strength in the midst of what was going on. God has the power to turn things around. God has the power to make things possible. God had the power to still stay strong in the midst of what was happening to him. The beautiful part about all of this is that God was able to still be committed to what he was supposed to do. It would have been easy to say, I can't do this. It would have been easy for him to say, I don't want to do this anymore. But as he was able to be right there, he still said, Father, into your hands. I commit my spirit. The cross stands as a testimony of his salvation. Now, I am not outside the bounds of scripture here, but the word commend in our text means to place beside, to set before. Jesus placed his spirit in the hands of the Father before he died. John 10, 17, 18 says, Well, for though my Father loves me, because I lay down my life, I may take it again. No man take it from me, but I lay it down myself. I have the power to lay it down, and I have the power to take it back up. Again, the beautiful part about this is that 
Jesus was able to let down his, his, his victory, but pick up his victory. Jesus was not at the mercy of the cross and the death that would bring it. While he hung there, death was subjected to his command and power. That ought to bring joy to our hearts today. If Jesus was in control of that exact moment, he would die and he did. He has the power and the wisdom to handle every issue that we face. He is the God of all things and he's the God that can take care of it. Jesus commended his spirit to God and yielded the ghost. He provided our redemption. This was how it had to be. There was no other way. But Jesus went to that old rugged cross. We live in a day when people want to remove the cross. You see, the problem is, is that we want everybody loves the crown, but don't want to be on the cross. The problem here that we have is that everybody wants the crown, but no one wants the cross. People love the crown. People want the shiny, beautiful, golden crown, but no one wants the cross. And but what you have to understand is that in order to have the crown, it comes with the cross. There is something amazing about the old rugged cross. There is something powerful about that about that bloody cross that Jesus died on. There was something beautiful about that cross that he was suffering on. There was something about that cross that had nails in his hands and nails in his feet. There was something beautiful about that cross. There was something amazing about how Jesus stood there and stood there as a strong God and was able to endure the pain. You see, I don't want you to sit here and think that God just did this just to do it. No, he did this for you and for me. He suffered for us. He died for us. He bled for us. That's what he did for us. You see, I'm so glad that God has the power to get, make things available for us. God has the power to do things that no one else can do. God put his life in the Lord's hands. I don't know about you, but I'm glad to be in his hands. I'm glad that I can put my hands, I can put my life in his hands. I can put things together because God is able. You see, I, I'm glad that I can put it in his hands. Uh, I'm so glad, like the song says, all in his hands. I, I put it all in his hands. All of my burdens, all of my problems. If I have a question, I put it all in his hands. I, yes, I put it all in his hands. I, whatever the problem is, I, I can put it in his hands. Whatever the issue is, I, I can put it in his hands. I, I'm glad that I can put it in his hands. I, I'm glad that I can give him what I need. I'm glad I can give him my issues. I can give him what I'm facing right now. Whatever problem you're going through right now, I, God can put it in his hands. I, whatever is going on with you, I, you can give it in his hands. I, I'm glad that you put it in the hands of the Lord. You see, I'm glad that I, as I close, I can tell you as Jesus was suffering on that cross, uh, he was going through so much pain. Uh, he, he put his hands, he put his trust in the hands of God. Uh, but I notice here, uh, his death certificate mm, became my birth certificate uh, in life. When we are at our wit's end huh, and we can't go any further, huh, we can say, Father, I stretch huh, my hand to thee. Huh, no other help I know. Huh, if thou withdraw huh, thyself from thee, huh, wherever shall I go? Huh, I came to tell you today, huh, you can put your trust in the Lord. Huh, 
time is filled with swift transitions. None of earth can move, can stand. Build your hopes on things eternal. Hold on to God's unchanging hands. Hold on to God's unchanging hands. Build your hopes on things eternal. I'm so glad that I can put it in his hands. I'm so glad that he's the same God yesterday and forevermore. I thank him for what he's done for me. I thank him for what he's did. Well, what did he do? He got spat on. He got slapped. He got a bruise. And he got whipped. But he went to an old rugged cross. We went to Calvary. Calvary is where we see man at his worst. But God at his best. Calvary is where we see every person come. Expected to be saved. Calvary is where we see God shed his precious blood. Calvary is where we go with sorrow but leave with joy. Calvary is where he died so we can live. Calvary is where the greatest story ever told. Calvary is where we run and receive peace. Calvary is where we find the light. I'm so glad that at the cross, at the cross, where I first saw the light and the burdens of my heart rolled away. It was there by faith. I received my sight and now I'm happy all the day. But I'm so glad that he died on that cross. He died until death died. He died until the sins couldn't take it anymore. He died until the sun refused to shine. And as he died on that cross, they put him in the grave. He stayed there all day Friday. He stayed there all day Saturday, but early, early, early Sunday morning, he got up with all power in his hands. I don't know about you, but I'm glad to put it all in his hands. I'm glad I'm glad to put my life in his hands. I give them all to him uh, because he's worthy of the worship. He's worthy of the glory. You see, I understand that, yes, he was on that cross and he suffered, but he suffered for you and for me. I want you to know every person that's listening to me, as you've been listening to this Magnificent Seven, I want you to know this Jesus that saves me. I want you to know that Jesus uh, that died for me. I want you to know that Jesus that healed my body. You need to know who this Jesus is. I don't know if you're saved or not, but get to know Jesus. Read his word. Spend time with the Lord, because the more you spend time with him, the greater your life will be. So, Lord, we thank you that we put everything in your hands. We thank you, Lord, that you are able to do everything exceedingly abundantly above. Lord, right now, touch a listener that's listening right now. Touch someone who may feel like, well, I need a prayer. I need a breakthrough. God, rectify and move and change things in the name of Jesus. Jesus, I pray. Amen. I want to thank you, all of my listeners and supporters, for coming on and, and just being there for me as I've been pouring out and helping and trying to be there for you. Please, please, please email me with any questions or concerns. J-O-S-H-U-A-S-H-E-R-R-O-N-I-N-C at gmail.com. Please email me and please, please subscribe for more brand new content. I want to thank you for being a uh, supporters and listeners and and like i said before you can become a financial supporter by supporting this podcast with a small monthly donation to help sustain our future episodes and endeavors thank you so much i'm so glad to finally finish the series with this finale episode and like we always say on the josh cast you'll receive a gift that lasts